What's going on, Bengals Nation? This is the Back Row Bengals Sports Podcast, brought to you by the Back Row Fantasy Show. Go check them out over on their Twitter page, the Back Row Fantasy Show. I am your host, Josh Miller. It is a beautiful, beautiful morning in the Queen City. So excited to uh, be back this week. Love talking about the Bengals, but uh, sadly there's not much going on. But we do have some to talk about. Joe Burrow is now in the 513 and training. Uh, he did do some off, uh, off-season off workout with John Ross. It came out. That's great. Um, that, that I mean, you want to see that. John Ross is definitely the guy that we need to see the most improvement out of if we really want to do something this year. And getting him to work with Joe, Joe Burrow is great. I mean, getting him to get along with him and build that chemistry is going to be so important to John Ross's overall production and growth this year because we really need to see his growth. Uh, he, he he needs to be a deep threat. I mean, maybe not even his catching ability or his playmaking ability, but his ability to be a deep threat and to be an option. Uh, it's going to create you know create havoc in the secondary of other teams if they can uh, if Joe Burrow and John Ross can can get on the same page and they can connect on multiple passes over and over again. Then the safeties are going to have to. You know, watch out for him. That's going to leave AJ Green open. It's going to leave T. Higgins, Auden Tate, Tyler Boyd. I mean, there's just on and on. Joe Mixon out the backfield. So this is great, and I'm excited that all the Bengals are reporting. Uh, we're all they're signing the rookies. Let, let, let me just say this. Now they got everybody signed except for T. Higgins and Joe Burrow. I believe. I believe those are the two left that have not been signed yet. Stop worrying about it. I see it all the time on, on, on Bengals Twitter. Sign him, sign him, sign him. These things take time. Contracts take time. A contract as big as Joe Burrow's is, which is it is is very large. It's gonna take a long time. Let the Bengals do their work. They're gonna be fine. No one's leaving. No one is going to hold out. Everybody's reporting for camp. It, it, we're good. We're good. It's gonna be all right. They're gonna sign him. He's not going to leave. He's going to play for the Bengals this year, and he's going to be signed on to a four-year rookie contract. So is T. Higgins. So just relax, okay? Them not signing him right now is not the end of the world. I know we want it to happen, so it's locked, sealed, and signed. That's it. But for right now, it's not. It's not going to. It's not that big of a deal. It's not the end of the world. It's going to happen. Now, if it comes out that Joe Burrow is not signing for whatever reason, then we got a whole other issue. But that's not happening. It's not happened. It's just it hasn't happened yet. It's gonna happen. It hasn't happened yet. Just give it a second. Okay. Um, Marcus Bailey and Kyle Kareem have been placed on the non-football injury list. I mean, okay. Marcus Bailey has had significant injuries in college football. Um, I know Kyle Kareem has had his battles with injuries, but I mean, it's, it's not. Again, it's not the end of the world. Would you rather not see them on there? Of course. Um, I mean, they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. It's interesting to see, you know, that they they are immediately putting them on there. And I, I don't know what that exactly means. Now, if it's a non-football injury list now, does that include COVID now? If they get COVID, do they go to the non-football injury list? Do they go to another specific list altogether? I wonder how the NFL is going to work that out. 
I don't really know exactly how the NFL is going to do this year. Um, and, and, you know, especially when it comes to COVID and it comes to, you know, injuries, uh, sicknesses. I, I mean, if, if a guy gets the flu, he's out immediately. So I, I, don't, I don't really understand that. But I, I understand it kind of has to happen, which which sucks. So now you can now not only can you not get COVID, you can't get sick at all because then you're gonna be like, oh well, he's, you know, we need to at least test him and he needs to be quarantined for two weeks. And I don't know how readily available some of these tests are gonna be, especially to NFL players. Who knows? Uh, I don't know how they're gonna. I don't know how they're gonna do it. But Marcus Bailey and Kali Kareem both placed on the non-football injury list. It's not terrible. It's not the best thing in the world, but it's not terrible. Okay, so I really don't have that much to talk about. I'm going to try my best to make some stuff you know, on the fly. I have some notes written down, but I really couldn't find that much of anything. Just full transparency. Why not? I might as well do full transparency. Let's talk about the NFL. I really don't know how the season's going to work. I really don't. I got an email from Roger Goodell with my name on it. Let's throw that in there. Because your boy's a Bengals season ticket holder. That's what's up. Um, Section 313. Let's throw it up there. Bengals sideline. Anyway, uh, yeah, come and say hello if you are out and see me. Anyway. Uh, So I don't. I don't think that Mike Brown will keep fans out of stands. I think what the NFL is going to do is they're going to leave it up to the discretion of the city and the owners. I think they are. I think that, well, the Chargers are already told uh, their season ticket holders that they're not doing it. You know, all three of them. So th- those three are devastated. That's got to suck. I'm sure that, that joke's been made over and over again. But it's still funny to me. Now... N- I don't. I don't think he will. I, I don't think Mike Brown will keep fans out of stands. I don't think. I, I think maybe he might do some social distancing stuff in the stadium. Honestly, maybe a fifty percent capacity. Do basically whatever you buy the tickets, and then so like let's say four of you buy tickets together. Uh, the it'll be four in a row, and then skip a seat, and then another person, and then skip a seat, and then another family. I could see that happening. I think the Bengals could. Honestly, get ahead of this and, and do something different than the rest of the league to at least garner some sort of national media attention, because why not? I mean, if we're trying to rebrand and trying to get into the national spotlight, we can do it by jumping ahead and, and being the first ones to decide something. Now, do I want... do fa- I mean, do fans in the stands? Do mask on every game. I have a Bengals mask. Let's do it. Why not? That's what I'm going to do. I'm gonna, I'll wear my mask. I'll wear my mask in the game. But here's the thing. And I talked about this on my other podcast, and, and I'm st- I still stand by it, and I see it every time. Every time I'm out, Pro- protocol. If you're out in a public area, you're eventually going to break the protocol of what's accepted. Now, you are. You're supposed to be six feet from people. To be honest, you're 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 going to be inside six feet of somebody at one. At one point, you are. If you're with family, I mean, you're going to hug them, you're going to high-five them, handshake them, whatever. You're not always going to wear your mask out. It's just, it's you're going to break protocol at some point. You're going to touch something that was unsanitized. Protocol, I mean, I don't really get it. 
I don't get this idea that that we should be doing this protocol, okay, but I mean, we're not following it, so why even have it? No one's following it. And even even people that say that they are following the the protocol, they're staying six feet apart. No, they're not. Because someone's going to bump into them. And may, maybe they aren't, but somebody else won't. They'll bump into them. They'll, they'll be too close to them, behind them in line. It's, it's not... I, I don't understand why they should be able to, or why the protocol's even there if nobody really follows it. So let's do it for the NFL as well. No one really follows it. So let's just do it. Let's just play the game. Let's just have people in the stands. Because no one's following it. Now, if you want to put in some, you got to wear a mask, six feet apart, all that good stuff, fine. Fine, if you want to do that. But I don't see a point of not having fans in the stands. Because here's the thing. If there's no fans in the stands, there's a place, I mean, all of you know, at the banks, when the Reds played this week, here, I'll give you an example. When the Reds played on Friday, you're not telling me that plenty of Cincinnatians were downtown, in the banks, in the Holy Grail, in the stretch, in Tin Roof. You're telling me they're not in any of those bars watching the game? For the Bengals, it's going to be ten times more. They're going to be outside the stadium. That's where I'm going to be. I mean, and honestly, I have my own COVID beliefs, and you have your own COVID beliefs, and that's fine. I, I'm not going to tell you how to live. I don't want to do that. I hate when people do that. That's probably my number one pet peeve: is when other people tell others how to live. It's you're an you're an adult. There's no reason for me to say what you should and shouldn't do. What I am saying is, though, I am criticizing the NFL that if, if we're doing a protocol, but no one's following it. There is no there is no one following it. You're going to see in the NBA this year too. People are going to break COVID, the COVID protocol. They are. They're going to break it. They're going to leave the bubble. Who's going to snitch though? That's a question. Who's going to snitch? I mean, there's an I know there's an anonymous line that you can drop information about people leaving the bubble. You're going to see it. But who's going to be tired of living, you know, inside of a bubble? The NFL doesn't even have one. The Bengals need a practice bubble. That, but that's you know neither here nor there. But the NFL's not going to do a bubble. The NFL players are going to go out. I mean, the bars are open. They're going to go. The same thing with me. I'm a human being. I'm a young, stellar guy. Well, maybe not. I sit in a basement and talk about Bengals and sports all day, which is great. Um, but I'm going to go out. They are too. It's just what young people do. I mean, T. Higgins, 21. Joe Burrow, I mean, he's 24, I think. 24. They're young guys. Hey, what These rookies coming in, they're young guys. Cincinnati's a fun place to be. Of course they're going to go. Of course they're going to be out in front with people. Of course they're not going to social distance. You want to know why? Because these protocols don't exactly work. They don't. And I'm not saying the reason that they're not working is that, you know, we're staying this feet apart and, and we're still getting it. No. What I'm saying is it doesn't work because nobody follows it. No one's going to follow it. If we're at the Bengals Stadium, I'm telling you right now, there's going to be people that don't follow the protocol. And then think about this. Think about being the usher that has to tell people to get back in their seats because they're breaking protocol for whatever reason. 
that's going to be a horrible job, number one. That's got to be a god-awful job to have to tell everybody that you, can, you you know, sit back down, especially if they're super drunk, you know, which I, you know, usually am. But I'm, I'm usually not a problem. Just kidding. I'm never a problem. I'm great. Anyway, so I, let's talk about this from a Bengals standpoint. So I, I went on a rant there, and, and, you know, that's just me because we're trying to fill time, honestly. Uh, but let's, so let's look at this from a Bengals standpoint. And I said it before, the Bengals could, you know, hop into the national media attention if they're the first ones to make a decision. Maybe they can lead the way. That's what I'm saying. I feel like if you're the aggressor and you're the first one to say what's going to happen, people are going to follow, teams are going to follow in line. Franchises are going to follow in line. Now, whatever that means, that could mean no fans in the stands. That could mean some fans in the stand, 50%, 20%. God, who cares? I'm so tired of these numbers now. It, it could really, it, the Bengals could really, you know, make a move here. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see the Bengals, you know, make a decision. But we'll see. Um, I know it was a really short show today. There really isn't much going on in Bengaldom. Um, you know what? Next next week's topic, or uh, you know, we'll make it Thursday. Thursday's topic. We're gonna go top five places to tailgate in Cincinnati for a Bengals game. That's a good topic. Top five Bengals tailgates. We'll do that. I'll put some other. Um, I'll put some other stuff out there. I'm gonna see if I can try to get a guest next week. It, 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 that way we can at least, you know, keep this going. I can ask some questions. We had Dan Hort on a uh, a couple weeks ago. It was great. Love talking to him. All time, all time great. So anyway, I thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, check out the Back Row Fantasy Show. That is our main show that talks all NFL. Uh, definitely give them a listen. Thank you guys so much for uh, supporting and uh, listening to Back Row Sports. We're gonna keep trying to grow the brand. Thank you guys so much, and have a good one. I'll see you guys later. Bye.